The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Rough night for the uh, Avalanche at home as uh, they lose to the surging L.A. Kings 5-2. Kale McCarr trying to explain what went wrong. I think we should have approached the second playoff game tonight. Um, felt like... We know the type of team they are. We play them, obviously, quite a bit. And we know that they're so systematically sound that it tends to frustrate teams but when they sit back and don't allow you to get their own zone. or It's always just getting chipped out in the neutral zone. So um, for us, I think we just have to keep stressing patience. See, this is listening to McCarr right there is, again, why I just can't get stressed. Because right now the Avs are just... I know you've heard it before, but they they just want this season over. And meanwhile, they're they're playing some of these teams who are playing well, thick in the playoff hunt, and are are looking at playing the Avs as a real litmus test game. And they are getting they are bringing playoff style intensity that the Avalanche just can't or won't match right now. And so I guess the only question is if you don't think the Avalanche are going to be able to summon up that kind of playoff intensity. Then yeah, you, you you're worried about this loss. If you do think they will be able to, then you just kind of yeah. brush it off. Why is it so hard to repeat in any sport? That's part. What you're explaining is exactly why it's so hard. Because you are the target. You're no longer you're no longer the cheetah cheetah chasing the gazelle, if you will. You're the gazelle. You're the target, and everybody's chasing after you and. Like every night, you got to ratchet up your intensity, right? Every like it's easy for the LA Kings to ratchet up their intensity against the Colorado Avalanche because they're the defending champions. As it is easy for everybody else you play. So even when you play the Sharks, they may not be any good, but you're still getting their best intensity. Like every night, you're getting. So when a team matches or is is more intense than you, it's going to be hard to win those. But games. yet, when you guys went back to back here. It wasn't a case where you slept walk through the season, barely snuck mm. into the playoffs, and then flipped the switch. You guys were dominant throughout. Yes. So how did you summon that kind of intensity every single week? Because we were pissed that we weren't trying to three-peat. So you were still carrying around that Jacksonville not, loss? Not a day. No, there was not one day that went by where that wasn't mentioned. Even as defending champs, even as defending champs, huh, okay. That 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 loss was more impactful than that Super Bowl win against Green Bay. Wow, you've never said that before in all the years we've worked together. That's interesting. There's no, not even close. I mean, I knew it was the the impetus for the first one, but you're saying it was even more felt for the second one. Hundred percent. Huh. Okay. Great. Great story. Next on the morning brew. The uh, Nuggets looking to bounce back against the Spurs tonight in San Antonio. Nuggets a healthy 12-point favorite. Michael Malone on uh, what they learned from that kind of surprising home loss to Chicago the other night. It's going to be a half-court fistfight at times. And how do we react to that? And that's when you have to really execute. you got to screen. you got to run your sets, get your best players the ball when they're most effective. And then I just felt like there was just too many random possessions tonight. Tough loss at home. Hmm. The old random possession. <laughs> yes, gotta 
Got to cut down on those random possessions. Nobody likes the random Less possession. RPs. Yes. Everybody hates those. That loss the other night is just... It happens. It happens. It, it and, and until it becomes a pattern, not yeah. worried. But I am curious. I'm curious because this next stretch will be interesting. Six of the next seven on the road. I think we'll learn a lot about... Uh, what what kind of energy this team has right now? Mm-hmm. Where their their mental mindset is? Maybe uh, maybe physically, you know, taking a look at guys like Nikola Jokic. Yeah. How does he look over these next seven games? A lot of travel, road games, some back to backs in there. You know, is it is it one of those things where hey, maybe it's becoming clear? Let's really monitor this guy's workload down the stretch. Yeah, to make sure he's. Fresh from the Six of seven on the road. You never know when you're going to be at, uh, you know, a Four Seasons or a Ritz oh. and find one of them prison beds. I oh, mean, they may want to consult oh, with Chris Bryant before yeah, they go out on this trip. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, these guys are, these guys. <laughs> these guys are maybe bottom soft. <laughs> I know. I just, I, I know. I can't believe I'm like, why am I buying into this nonsense? Back in my day, we stayed at a Motel 6, and we just got one king bed for three of us. <laughs> three guys per room. I always thought it was funny, like, during the first really great avalanche run uh-huh. with the uh, Sackick, Foot, Forsberg, Wall yeah. group. Back then, they had roommates. We had roommates. So- yeah, but but you had a roommate one night. On the road, these guys would be. Right. On oh, yeah. a, they'd be on a ten-day road trip. Yeah, and I think it was was it? Yeah, it was uh, Adam Foot and Patrick Waugh, roommates, yeah. roommates. That's how it used to be, man. A little bonding. Well, it was kind of fun, talking late at night, giggling, telling stories. All right, we gotta go to bed. One yeah. more, one more, yeah, one more joke. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be my thunder, buddy? <laughs> yeah, get snuggled in there. <laughs> I get the top bunk. Next time we would get in one bed when they when curfew the bed check came. Like me and Minuski would be just sitting in one bed, <laughs> shirts off, watching TV. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> curfew guy came in to check on us. He'd just be like, open the door, be like, bleep you, stink. <laughs> What in the hell? <laughs> Please, you stink. <laughs> uh, just Tom uh, Always looking to have fun. Uh, yeah. Next on the Morning Brew, good news for the Nuggets. Uh, there, there's just no other way around it. Good news. Kevin Durant's sprained ankle that he suffered while warming up before a game the other night is going to keep him out likely for the rest of the regular season and maybe even into the start of the playoffs. So how... Ooh, scary now is Phoenix. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they're still, they still got a lot of talent. But talk to me. I, okay, I get that. And let's say he is back for the season, mm-hmm. uh, for the for the playoffs. But come on, you, there is still something to be said for being able to to gel and and get used to playing with each other. And they've only done it for a couple of games. Now it's going to be stopped, and they're right. going to have to pick it up right at the start of the playoffs. Now, yeah, he'll they'll have a, a first round matchup that will be probably you know pretty pretty favorable. It'll give them a chance to and give him a chance to kind of work back into it. But 
You know, if the Nuggets are playing the Suns in, in round two, let's say, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be exactly the right time to, to catch Phoenix until they really have a chance to gel you would, well, under playoff fire? Yeah, you would th- depending on how bad it is and depending on how long it takes him and and who, what that what that first series looks like and how he looks after that first series, then yeah, I mean they've played some games together, so they've got a uh, they've got a feel for what eventually it could be. So, but yeah, it's not ideal. Certainly, if you're Phoenix, it's not ideal. That'll do it for the uh, morning brew.